Bedside Conies. Today, we welcome on our esteemed Bosnian foreign national, <laughs> Patina, or Tina for short, mm. but Martina Orsos. Oros. Oros. He doesn't even say my last I fuck it up. In a restaurant. <laughs> Hold on. It is Oros. Oros. But it's pronounced Oros. like a S or like a Z? Z. Oros. Z. Yeah. Oros. 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 Yeah. Like a rose. How would you say it in the actual, like... Language? In Bo- is it Bosnian? Bosnian. That was about Oros. to be a really dumb question if I didn't ask that, bro. No, that was... That was <laughs> I was like, please be fucking the language of Bosnia. Cut it out, cut it out. First cut. Cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. No, it's it's Oros. Oros. So, Oros. so you roll the R. Yeah. And o- is that all I did? That was different? Say it Oros. 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 Am I saying it right? Yeah, pretty close. Audience, say it with us. Oros. Oros. <laughs> Like, I'm gonna listen to this in the morning. Like, shut the fuck up already. No, honestly, I was telling everybody this. Like, you think the sound in your voice is more annoying, but because the audio is, like, good, it's, you yeah. actually sound like what you talk like. Mm. It's not like when you talk into, like, a the voice memo on, like, your phone. That sounds fucking distorted and annoying. I do think my laugh is still really fucking annoying. Mm. Yeah, you'll be okay. I have vocal nodules, which I found out recently, so I already have a fucked up voice as it is. What's a vocal nodule? They're like How little did you say that? vocal nodules. Okay, I don't know what that is. Do you guys think I have like a raspy sounding voice? Or like a girl, but not like... But like it's more know, raspy. Is that, is that misogynistic? No. Okay. But, so I went, yeah. like people that have known me for a long time, they're like, oh, your voice changed. Like I've heard that from a few people. And I went to see an ENT doctor recently, and they put the little probe in my nose when yeah. they were checking out my septum, and then they, like, looked at my vocal cords. Oh, it gives me the heebie-jeebies. I didn't feel it. Shoving shit up my nose. I fucking hate that. Did you have to have that, too, where they put the mm-hmm. little camera? Yes. <clears throat> well, first, they can't get it in one in one side at all. Like, it won't go in. Really? Yeah. But then, Which side is it? So he says my left, but I don't know what my left is to him and then to me. So you don't even know. I don't know. Just one of the sides. Jesus. Yeah. But then we looked at the vocal nodules and you can like, they literally look like, the way he described it was it's like little calluses on your vocal cords. Okay. That just because you like talk or use your voice completely incorrectly, they form over time. Like, if I'm talking for a long time or in a meeting or something, like, my voice will give out frequently. So your voice gives out a lot easier than most people. Probably. Yes, yes. And I lose my voice, like, all the time. Yeah. yeah. That is, like, there's actually a girl on Barstool Chicago. Mm-hmm. I don't know what her name is, but her voice is actually, like, it's so rough. And I don't, like, she talks for a living. Like, yeah. That's what she does. Yeah. And I'm like, that has to be so freaking annoying all yeah. the time. Not even to like other people, but to everybody. It's an, it's more annoying to me, I think. Than yeah. I'll be like in the middle of a meeting and then I'll just like lose a few words here and there because I... Does your voice crack off? Cracks, too? like cracks, drop, all this stuff. Sound like a little... Have you, ever, yes. have you ever had anybody say like, hey Tina, I think your connection's going out. No, but people are always like, oh, did you have a rough weekend? And I was like, actually, well, I had a very standard weekend of drinking, but like it wasn't any more rough than anything. But like people are always thinking that I'm losing my voice because I drank. Yeah. Like, no, this is just who I am. Like, this is my voice. Yeah. I mean, 
My voice definitely gives out pretty easily, but it it rallies quick. Does it? Yeah, okay. I just need like a day of not talking. I'm fine. Well, that's what it is. It's like especially for people that like use their voice for a living. Yeah. You're the treatment. I guess for a lot of it is vocal rest. So you're just like supposed to like not shut talk the for, fuck up. But for a long time. Yeah. yeah. But wait. I don't want to get too deep into this. Before yes. We, but I actually do want to come back to this because okay. we were texting about it. But so hold on really quick before we jump in. Um, just some logistical stuff. Again, thanks everybody for listening. Like and subscribe on Spotify and Apple. Um, also, I'm starting to push it a little bit on social media. So feel free to share. Tell your friends if they haven't listened. Um, there's something that interests you. Just like pass it along. Again, send suggestions to Max or I. Bedside Coney's at Gmail. Also, last thing, sorry, Tina. We have a Q&A now up on Spotify, and what we're going to do every week is post the unanswerable question, and you can just write in your answer in there. We just want to, like, we can see all the answers on our side, so it'll be kind of cool. We can even, like, maybe do a recurring segment every couple of weeks of, like, what, like, some good answers to the unanswerable questions would be. We'll shout you out, too. And just how you get to it, you have to just click on the actual episode, like, Click on the description of the, the episode itself. You'll see Q&A. Last week was, what's your Skyline order? And shout out to Anna. I think she was the only one to answer. Uh, but hopefully we'll get some more answers that we can talk through next week. Yeah. Um, okay, anyways, back to this. So you got the probe. I don't understand how your ENT didn't know what was wrong with you just from that. What do you mean? Like they saw everything. They know you have a deviated septum. Why do you have to go back? So I didn't go because necessarily of my like breathing problems. I primarily went because I'm tired all the time. Because you're waking yourself up when you sleep. I, I don't think I am, but like I potentially could be. And I have sleep disorders that run in my family. Okay. So like my first thing that I did was I went to just my like general doctor. They did a bunch of blood work and they didn't find anything too crazy. Like they found out that I have pretty low iron and um, low vitamin D. So like every other person on the face of the planet? A lot of people have that. Low iron though can cause um, like tiredness, fatigue. So, but that was way back in like October. And then I started taking supplements for all that stuff and still wasn't getting any better. Dude, iron sucks. Because when you burp iron, it's gross as shit. Number one, it may like... You feel like your intestines are being ripped to absolute yeah, it's shreds. Really weird. Shreds. Horrific. I stopped. I had like one prescription for it, and I stopped taking it like a couple days, and I was like, "This Disgusting. is gross." I just didn't feel any difference. I was like, oh. "So I like had been taking them religiously, didn't for months, didn't help, like didn't do anything, and then I was like, okay, maybe it's not, maybe it's a different issue." So then decided to go to an ENT. Because I, at the end goal, wanted to go get a sleep study done. Yeah. So they're like the first, I don't know, they're like the first people you go to. So went to the ENT. He was like, oh, among all things, like you have, you need to go see a special voice doctor for the nodules. You also have like a really deviated septum that could be causing it large like turbinates or whatever. Did you have those? No. You just told me my nose and my septum was fucked up and... He was like, we're going to fix that. Yeah. Well, when, when I asked him, because I went to my follow-up yesterday, I was like, in terms of how bad mine is, right? Like, how how deviated is my septum? And he 
He was I like, wonder if that's, is it like on a spectrum? It has or is to be. It like, <laughs> it, like, it's like a curve, right? If it's a little curve. Yeah, if it's really fucked up. Yes. You, that, at that point, isn't it just a broken fucking nose? I, I mean, I don't know. I'm no scientist. Yeah. But he was like, like what? he was like, honestly, you're, it's not too bad, but your nose is just so, so small that there's no surface area that like, even if, if it curves a little bit, like I can't even get my probe in there. Oh my God. Yeah. So. Well, the probes are fucking huge too. I didn't look at it before it went in. I just like closed my eyes. And I mean, yeah, I guess. Let it happen. Take me. <laughs> I mean, all in all, I actually am like super intrigued by just like general sleep health. Like the new, I have the new Apple Watch now yeah. and I can track like my sleep and I'm like obsessed with it. Yeah. But the one thing I keep trying to look up like what, because most of your sleep is in core sleep. Mm. And then there's, like, whatever percent is in REM, and then the other percent is in deep. Mm. Like, I don't get a ton of deep sleep, and I keep trying to Google, like, how much of each are you supposed to have? Mm -hmm. And they have no idea. Like, it's incredible how much, like, there's tons of research on sleep, but no one has any fucking answers to anything. Mm. But anyways, yeah, that's a a deep-ass topic. Do do you guys ever listen to, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about another podcast on this podcast, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's all we do. Against the law. But Huberman Lab, if you Yeah, I want to start listening to him. Okay, 10 out of 10 recommend. They're super long episodes, but it's kind of nice. Like, I listen when if I'm cleaning or stuff. Yeah. And the most... He started doing this six-part series recently. That one is good on, like, fitness. Yeah, the first one he was talking about because he came on Two Bears. Did he? Yeah, and he was talking about the first doctor that he had on got, like, it was a huge hit. I wonder, yeah. I don't know who it was. I don't know which one that one was. But I think he's going to do one on sleep. He, I think he already has. Okay. I mean, or if he hasn't, then it's coming up soon. Yeah. But, like, his stuff is always really good because he's a scientist. It's just so wild how it's all, like, theoretical. Yeah. The, the other like dreams nobody has any idea why we have dreams yeah or what they mean yeah. or anything it's like what the fuck yeah anyways um so the one thing i did want to talk to you about which max mentioned this before you got here just kind of how we met and then also just i know i texted you about this but just a little bit about like your background okay. and like your family i think it's like super interesting and honestly You've told us me drunkenly like three or four times, but I don't fully remember it, so. <laughs> but I guess, talk about how you met Max, and then I'm just kind of a, I'm a tree branch off of Max in that relationship, so. Kind of, but I think I am technically met you and him within a few months of each other, but totally separately. Yeah, that's true, because I, I have no you idea. you guys knew each other for way longer than you did. No. International marketing, I think, is where it started. So... You, you and Max and I met in classes, but like we never really at talked. the University of Cincinnati for correct listeners. So at UC, Max and I were in a few classes together, and I just remember. So summer of twenty eighteen, I interned in Chicago. Yeah. Oh, this story. Yes. You fucking douche. So <laughs> I'm not going to that one yet. I'm not going to that one yet. <laughs> I have a great side story for that. But anyways, keep going. But so there was a few other UC people that were also interning, one of who was Claire Benford. Yeah. And I remember being upstairs by like in the Lidner um, next to the like cafe thing we had. Oh, yeah. What was the name of that cafe? 
Their coffee was actually like Their good. coffee was delicious. It was really I good. Did. Some of the best coffee I've ever yeah. had in my life. <laughs> I used to live off of that. Me too. Shit. And it was cheap. It was like yeah. cheap, cheap. You could buy the cup and it was a dollar. Yes, or if you had, every time. Actually, if you just had a refillable Any coffee cup. cup, they would fill it up for a dollar. It could be a fucking, it could be a giant um, Yeti yeah. cup and they would yeah. fill it up. And those free. ladies were always so nice. So, so nice. nice. So nice. So nice. I miss them. Yeah. Wow. That was fucking awesome. Anyways, yeah. that's probably like $4 to fill up now. Yeah, true. Thanks, Biden. I wonder what it is. <laughs> Like, I'd be interested to go back. Call okay. up. Yeah. <laughs> but that probably do doesn't that exist anymore because that fucking building doesn't exist anymore. You're so... Well, that... Damn. Well, yeah, that's probably a Starbucks now. Did they knock Which down sucks. the... Did they knock down the building or did they... I think they're gutting it. Oh. And then put other things... I mean, I hope so. There was, like, black mold seeping from the ceilings. Yeah, in, the place was old. Yeah. Yeah. And they had so much money. Yeah. Okay, anyways. Continue on. So, there was one day that we were, like, standing up... I was standing outside of the cafe... Or maybe I, I walked in and Claire was standing there with Max and Max and I had seen each other because of being in classes together, but I don't think we'd ever been like, sup, I'm yeah. Max, you know? And she introduced us and... It was love at first sight. Love at first sight, <laughs> precisely. But then the following semester, we had classes together. Which Just is, like by luck. By luck. And we became friends. Yeah. Right? But before that... The- I want to go back to the semester before we we didn't know each other, <laughs> but we had we had some marketing class, and she always sat right in front of me. Didn't know who this chick was, but I think you showed up. You showed up a couple times. Who's this bitch? And the, <laughs> yeah. the only thing I remember was I was like, oh, she's got cool shoes because we had the same shoes. We had the same shoes. <laughs> and what, so I was like, what were the shoes? The way were they just Stan Smith white fucking? Shoes? No, no, so like I think white, they were like Adidas boots. They were like white Adidas. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> definitely <laughs> all white shoes. If Max was Max was pointing out, I mean, my closet is literally only white shoes, <laughs> and then one pair of boots. Yeah, <laughs> and you showed up for the first couple classes. And then you were like, started to not come to class. I'm like, oh, she's not coming to class. This bitch I, is lazy. I was one who did go to most classes. And then there was one test day and you just didn't show up. And I was like, You missed oh, an exam? Shit. Dude, I, I'm not kidding you. If I look at my attendance from college, this is so bad. I went to less classes by far than classes that I actually went to. How the fuck do people do that and like get through? It, you, it's almost more stressful. Yeah, I I don't know. And that that class was hard. Like mo, I will say marketing easy. International easy marketing, yeah, I didn't degree. take that. I don't think it was in inter- what. It was international was it? marketing okay. because the Who professor the I could barely understand. I don't even remember his name. I could barely understand, and that <laughs> he graded so hard, and I'm like, damn, she missed. And then I got an A. <laughs> I think that was my only A minus. No, it was Calc freshman year. I remember. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. So for the listeners, also, this is how Max didn't only show up to class every single day. <laughs> he got like a three point nine eight or whatever. I don't remember. Because that. he Doesn't got. Matter now. We had to take a fucking five credit hour. Did you take this class? No, you transferred in, so you probably didn't. I had to take all the calcs. You took the. The Calc 1 and Calc 2 in one semester? No, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, so it was an everyday. It was in, yeah, instead of taking two separate semesters, you took a one semester, five credit. It was five days a week. Imagine me. I would have gone to And you could not no. miss this. Class. Yeah, Calc. Like, yeah, you were yeah. fucked. Yeah. Dewey. Dewey S. Step. He was, was a professor. I mean, the most typical math professor of all time. <laughs> like, had long hair, and one time it was his birthday. Like, Aww. the. Because we had him the first semester of college, which was like, mm. honestly, I'm kind of glad 
not only got that out of the way, but also, like, you were still in the mindset of, like, college is fucking hard. Yeah. Like, you gotta fucking show up. This is, like, scary. And then, like, junior year, you're like, this shit is fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything. <laughs> yeah. Because if I would have taken it that late, it would have been impossible. But the one time it was his birthday, he came in. And people were like, Dewey, what are you gonna do for your birthday? He was like, I can't fucking wait to go home and just rip video games for, like, eight hours. And he was like, I can't wait to play Rock Band or something. Yeah. And he, like, rock looked band. like, he looked like the guy that would play like, Rock Band. Like, sat in his in mom's, mom's basement. basement. Yeah. Like, this guy has his PhD in mathematics. <laughs> and, like, that's what he's talking about. Yeah. A little side tangent. But, anyway, so that's how you guys met. But then, wasn't there, didn't you know her, like, roommate? What was yeah. his name? A boy or a girl? Guy. Like when you lived with the two or three guys? Oh, you lived with a bunch of guys. But that was point. after when we were already okay, so you friends. Already, yeah. We were already friends at that point. I think yeah. we just like naturally became closer while we had classes. Yeah, we had all our, the same friends. All our friends, yeah. That was the other thing. Is like we had so many mutual friends yeah. for, what, probably two years of yeah. college until we actually met. But we had never actually like fully come across each other. No. So. How did you know Claire? I don't even think I knew Claire that well. I just, she was like one of few people that was interning here that the same summer. Uh, I was like living in the same building as okay. I was. And my sophomore year, Sasha and I were roommates. Um, and, and Sasha was in that sorority. Exactly. Right? And she's okay. in cat, like with all of them. So that's, yeah, yeah. yeah. KKG. Yeah. Spider all spider but that's so to that point. So that <laughs> summer, which. The aforementioned shooter who has been brought up on every single conversation that we've had. On Naturally. Podcast. What a facey uh, boy. Also, shout out shooter. I don't even know if you're listening, but we're going to try and get you on next week mm. after the Bengals Chiefs, after the Bengals go to the Super Bowl again. Um, so shooter was interning up here that same summer. Yes. Shooter went to Ohio State, so yes. he didn't really know any of you guys or anything, but you guys all lived in that. What the fuck was that building? That's not how we met. Do you not remember? No, it was brunch, right? No, I know, yes, but this yes, is what I'm yes, saying. Okay, so yes. the weekend I came up to visit, I okay. walked into the lobby and I was waiting for Shooter to come down to let me in. And I saw Claire and I knew Claire mm. just in passing yes. from like Max. I was like, oh, hey, what's up? Like, I didn't realize you were living in this building. She was like, who are you coming to visit? I was like, Alex, like taller guy, goes to Ohio State. She's like, yeah, I think I know who he is. Mm. And then Buckingham. It was called Buckingham. The Sorry. Buckingham. Yes. In the fucking loop. That location was ass. Yes. And I didn't even live in that building. I didn't even live in that building. I was, you, that's what I thought. You didn't live there. No, I was, in, I was at the Ark. Where's that? Like two blocks away. Two blocks oh, away. So you were also still. Right there. In the, the worst part of the city of Chicago. Dude, there's in. nothing to do. No. Everything closed. Weekends closed. Yeah. Past 6 p.m. closed. I remember, Everybody. like, getting here on Friday night. It was, like, 6 p.m. with our buddy Joey. Mm-hmm. And Shooter's like, where jo- are you? Yes, I remember Joey. I Joey remember Hudson. too. Yeah. yeah. Shout out Joey. I don't need to get him to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were like, dude, where are we going to go get to eat? And Shooter was like, well, everything's, like, closed right now. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? This city fucking blows. <laughs> yes. Yeah. then you, like, now that you live here and, like, understand, like, people don't live downtown. They like, don't even go there unless you're going yeah. to work yeah. or, like, a work function. Yeah. And Ken's even, when she first moved here, she lived in the loop. And she always would talk about, like, every restaurant was closed, like, 4.30. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, like, even earlier on Fridays. So, a summary, if you move to Chicago, don't live in the loop. Yeah. Just do not. Not great. I guess even, like, you could do, like, South Loop, maybe. But, okay. Maybe. Um, but yeah, anyways, that, so I was up for Shooter's, I think it was his 21st birthday, because it was It June. was, it was his 21st birthday, because that was his 21st birthday brunch. Yes, so yes. we went out on Saturday to the Weathermark Tavern, which had... 
Is that bottomless mimosas. It was actually like really cheap. It for was like, 20 bucks. Like, like 20 dollars. bucks. And the yeah. food was like somewhere between like 10 and 15 for like brunch food, which mm-hmm. was thinking about that now, like you can't go get brunch with food and bottomless for less than like 50 bucks. Yeah. Unheard of prices. Unheard of. That place was awesome. Yeah. And they like knew it was Shooter's birthday. It was a blast. But I was wearing an FC Cincinnati shirt. Yes. And we were sitting out on the patio and yes. you were sitting there with Jordan. Jordan and... You weren't with Claire because no. I would have like been like, "Hey, what's up?" No, one of I think it was one of Jordan's friends. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't know who you were, and you like said something like, "Oh, are you guys from Cincinnati?" And we were like, "Yeah." Yeah. Started talking, yada yada. Long story short, Tina and I met like six months later, and like probably later than that, and we didn't even realize that the story existed. Well, one time she's visiting our place when my parents are in Chicago and she starts telling this story about how she met Shooter. And I'm like listening to this story from my patio to her telling this to my parents. And I come running in. I'm like, Tina, I was there that day. We fucking met that day, you asshole. I have zero recollection of him at all. She wasn't memorable. I was like, Jesus, God. And then you definitely, that might have actually been the second time you told that story about how it's how you met Shooter and I wasn't included in the story. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Well, does it exist if I don't remember it? Did we actually meet if it's not part of my memory? We definitely did like talk. Yeah. I just remember you being like, oh, are you guys from, but that was the whole point. When you told the story the first time, you were like, how did we even, like, start talking? Yeah. And then finally someone was like, you were definitely wearing your FC Cincinnati Some, shirt. Yes, there was Cincinnati involved. Yeah. But, like, I think why I don't remember you, though, more so is because, like, you then went home, but Shooter stayed, and then his friend, I forget his friend's name. Um, the Asian one that worked man? at PNG for, like, he worked at PNG with him. Lucas. Lucas, yes. Lucas, what a so, character. They stayed, and then we would, like, hang out with each other every... So, like, like I hung out with Shooter more that summer. I never yeah. saw you again. Yeah, like, I know. That's fair. Yeah. But yeah, I think, like, I don't really remember the first time we, like, went out or Me anything. neither. Zero record. Probably just, like, with Max or something. Yeah. But anyways, long story short. So, <laughs> that was an intense introduction. But can you do, like, a brief synopsis of just, like, your family history and, like, especially... Because I always forget this. You were born in the U.S. No, I was you not. You weren't born in the no. U.S. See, this is how much I don't fucking remember. No. Okay. Uh, yeah. And this is, like, I don't want to tell it wrong, so maybe my some of my, like, dates and stuff are incorrect. But That's fine. Whatever. Um, so I was born in Bosnia in um, February of 96. Okay. And they had a civil war there. Um, that started in, so like Bosnia was part of ex former Yugoslavia. Okay. This is, this is before the cold war or after the cold war. I thought Yugoslavia was a part of, uh, so I think it was, this was after the cold, this was after the cold war. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, sorry. Yes. So Yugoslavia was one country, right? Comprised of like territories if you want to say okay and um in 92 a civil war broke out in bosnia and it was it's like a super complex thing but it was primarily a religious war so typical yeah yeah. so you had in bosnia bosnia is primarily a muslim country okay but you had 
than a lot of Orthodox people, which identify primarily as Serbs, and then a lot of Catholic people, which identify as like Croatians, Croats. Okay. This is all just in the country of Bosnia. All in the country of Bosnia. That yes. seems like a nightmare. Yes. <laughs> I've also always thought Bosnia was like so tiny. It is tiny. Oh. Yeah, it's it tiny. is really small. Again, which really maps, small, bro. Yeah. That's the last episode. <laughs> maps. Maybe that should be like the cover photo of that episode if there's <laughs> pictures involved. Inside Bosnia. <laughs> but so when I was born, a few months earlier. The war ended, the war in Bosnia, the actual civil, like Yugoslavia, the con- wars continued. Like there was the war in Kosovo, which I believe was in like 99. Okay. But it ended because of the, um, I'm going to butcher this, but it was like the Dayton Accords. So in Dayton, Ohio, they were just like, no more war. And that was that. So. Wait, are you being serious? They were actually in Dayton, Ohio? The Dayton Accords were, yes, correct. Oh, why the yeah. fuck did they meet in Dayton, Ohio? I don't... There's a lot of, like, history to this and stuff that I've read. I just can't... Does memorize. that have something to do with why your parents moved to... No. Okay, that's just total coincidence. Total coincidence. That's crazy. Yes. So, then, um, even though the war ended, you still had, like, theoretically ends on paper, right? But then Bosnia was, like, one of the bloodiest wars. So, like, even... Today, when I go back, all the buildings, like, there's bullet holes in all of them. There's, like, stuff on the ground in the cement from, like, grenades that fell. I mean, I guess it has only been, like, 25 years. Yeah, it hasn't been that long. Yeah. And um, so even though it ended, like, you don't have... There's still a lot of, like, hatred, understandably, between the people, right? Like, there's lack of jobs, like, whatever. The economic situation wasn't good. Yeah. And... My parents then started applying to be a refugee. So the U.S. has like a certain quota of refugees that they accept from specific countries. And quota as in like a number quota. But then they also have criteria that you must meet in order to be considered or even considered a refugee within that like application process. Okay. And that has to be that you are like in imminent danger of being persecuted against or whatnot for like race um all this other stuff one of them being religion okay and since my parents were a mixed religion my dad was catholic my mom um, was orthodox oh i didn't know that yeah so they were like mixed religion marriage in this time that like that was viewed upon negatively okay they were able to go then through the like refugee application process. Then in, um, when did we come here? In like June of 2001, we moved as refugees. You moved in June of 01? June of 01. That's fucking crazy. And then 9-11 happened. I would love to ask your mom about that. that yes, yes. Like, like Jesus. Yeah. But then when 9-11 happened, that obviously impacted, like, there was, I think for a while, there was just, like, a halt on, like, refugees that they were letting in. Yeah, I but would imagine. But changed a lot. And under each administration, it, like, changes, like, the quota and et cetera. So your timing was literally perfect. Because a couple months later, you could have maybe not gotten in. 
There's plenty for a couple of years. I also don't know how like long the entire process works, right? Like I don't know yeah. from when my parents applied to like we had to go through interviews, we had to do all this stuff. Like it's you're letting people into your country, and wow. you know what I mean. There it's, has to be. It it's to intense. Take them. When did your parents start filling out the paper? I don't did know. You say that? I don't know. That's what I would love to know. Like it had to take years, I would think. So you were born there. How did? When did you become a U.S. citizen? We didn't become U.S. citizens until I was in like the fifth grade. That so, takes a while. Yeah. yeah, that's what I've always heard. That's yeah. just like a total nightmare. What was nice about that too was like since my brother and I were both under the age of 18, when my parents took the test and had to go through all of it, like we immediately, since we were minors, became U.S. citizens as well. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's why I thought you were born here because I was like, oh, you just had whatever they call that. Like, If you're born here, it doesn't matter. Mm. Like, you're automatically a yeah. citizen. No, so I can't be president. I can't do... That's crazy. Yeah. Damn, that really just puts a wrench in all of your plans. Right? All my plans, yeah. I'm looking to just like... It's kind of like where Europe meets the Middle East. So that's what I was just about to say. It was like, is this... Wait, why does it say Bosnia and Her- Her- Herzegovina? Her- Herzegovina? <laughs> so is that like the same country? It's like the same country. Think of it if the U.S. was only comprised of California and Florida. And it was called California and Florida. That's so dumb. (laughs) Yeah. That just seems like they need to pick one or the other. But yeah, that's what I was about to say was like the fact that you're, you're not in the Middle East, but you're so close to it. Like at that time, people have got to be like just flipping the fuck out. What do you mean? About anyone from the Middle East in 01. Oh, oh, oh. Like people in the US? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're. Not that you were wearing like. Uh, I could be misquoting this. Do people in the Middle East wear turbans? Is that right? Yeah, but I think you're thinking of like, yeah, I mean, there's a few other, but like, but just I don't generally. Your uh, complexion yes. would be like, people would probably freak out. Yes, if, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That is fucking crazy. It would be really hard to be someone of Middle Eastern descent <laughs> in the US at that time. But wait, why did your, so what was the reasoning for Cincinnati? So, When we, I don't know at like what point in time this happened in the process, but in order to be granted, I guess, like refugee status, there had to be, there has to be someone in the United States or like a group or whatever that is willing to sponsor you for a year. And we worked with a Catholic group that essentially identified parishes and like Catholic churches within the United States that were willing to sponsor a family or multiple families for at least a year. So they essentially had this list and my parents were some of the very like last to move to the U S a lot of people at that point, like either moved during the war, right after the war, right. My parents moved like five years after the war ended. So they were a little more delayed. A little more delayed, but yeah. they knew a lot of people that lived in the U.S. from Bosnia. Okay. We had family friends that lived in Cleveland. Blech. So my parents were like, we'll take Cleveland. And they were like, we don't have Cleveland, but we have Cincinnati close enough. And they're like, all right, we'll do it. So I mean, you that's found, how. You found a needle in a haystack. Uh, yeah. What was the parish? All Saints. 
Oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. oh shit. That was actually. I grew up like in sixth through eighth grade. I played on like a basketball team in the Western Cincinnati like league. Really. And we called ourselves All Saints because we were like the Hamilton like CYO, just a combined team. All and Saints. teams would always get so confused because we called ourselves All Saints, and they were like. Oh, you guys school. aren't yeah. All Saints. What the fuck? <laughs> You're from Hamilton. You removed the space in the middle. Like, yeah. yeah. It was like, what the hell? Yeah. yeah. I, was, like, I don't know why. I think now they just call them like the Junior Rams, which makes so much more sense. Were like, you like, re- was that a religious? No, it was just like. So, so there was no religious affiliation to your All Saints. No. So basically like <laughs> okay. growing up, we played in the Hamilton CYO. Yes. Like that was like, I played for St. Pete's. Yes. Which was like where I went to grade school. And then we played against like St. Anne's, Queen of Peace. But then as a separate second team for basketball, we took like all of the better players in the Hamilton CYO mm. and went down to Western Cincinnati like twice a week. It fucking sucked. And we would get the shit kicked out of us. Yeah. Because these kids that were like going to Elder were already six foot tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. terrible. But we just named ourselves <laughs> the All Saints. So Anyways, you were one of the better players back then. And you were selected for this yeah. elite all season. I was team. so elite. We had like six guys <laughs> like the first year. We were terrible. <laughs> we were actually pretty good in eighth grade, but I still don't think we did that well. <laughs> but anyways, um, no, I just kind of want you to like walk through that. Honestly, and now I have it recorded, so I, you can come at me if I ever forget. Yeah, shit. I mean, I hope it's right. I wasn't really prepared and I should have done a you little more like research. You should send it to your brother. And oh, he would rub me to shreds. <laughs> Wait, how much older is Marco than you? Seven years older. So he probably yeah. has, like, a decent recollection of it. He was alive during the war. Like, yeah. he remembers the war. He was, like, a teenager when he moved here. So, like, his experience. Like, my parents' experience was way different. His experience was way different. Like, we all had, like, very yeah. different experiences. And where is he now? Because I know he was abroad for a while. He still is. Portugal, is he? Right? Yeah, he's in Lisbon. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Which, why did he move to Lisbon? Or why did he move uh, to Portugal? I don't know if he's always been in Lisbon. But. No, so he... Um, for Is his work, wife come? No, so for work. He lived in... Oh my gosh, he moved back to Bosnia for a little bit. He was in Istanbul. Jesus. Then he was in Bali, I want to say. And when he was living in Bali is when he met his wife. Okay. Who's from Jakarta. Which is... Is that a country? Indonesia. Okay. Yes. Sorry. I'm really making myself sound like an idiot here. But then he got asked to open the, like, European... I, I don't know. He got asked to, like, open an arm of his company. Okay. And they decided to go with Lisbon. There's, like, a lot of people that are, like, what do they say? Digital nomads or whatever. People that are wanting to work. If you want to work, essentially, in Europe... Portugal is one of the easiest for you to like be able to go and work and live there Jordan as a U.S. citizen. Yes, yeah, oh, yeah. she like started her own business or something. She, she did. She started her own company. Yeah. 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 Well, because Marco is a consultant, right? No. So he now is like the COO of this social impact startup, Hala Systems. Super proprietary stuff that they do. Okay. They partner with like a lot of governments, but I don't know. They do a lot of like tech. A lot of work to essentially help people that are going through disasters. So whether that is like a disaster as a result of a war or if it is like a natural disaster or like floods and stuff like that. God damn. So he's like wholesome as fuck too. Yeah. That's. 
Marco, if you're listening to this, thanks, man. <laughs> you keep us all humble. Don't listen. Um, okay, I have three more topics that I want to cover, but I know we're probably going to run long. So I'm going to give you the choice. Okay. So we can talk about drugs. Oh. We can talk about a highly controversial topic that I have listed. It's oh. not a highly controversial, but... Which one? Can I know? Yeah. Uh, AI. Ooh, I'm okay. super intrigued what you think about that. Or, well, I guess we have to do this too, but the unanswerable question. So, do you want to talk about drugs or AI? AI. Okay, cool. Wait, really quick. <laughs> yeah. What's the hardest drug you've ever done? What do you mean by the hardest? I don't know. What do you consider the hardest? What do you think is the hardest drug you've ever done? It is recorded, so you don't really have to say, but... Yeah. Alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> Alcohol is probably the worst for you of all of them. Who's I don't know. True. True. Well, honestly. okay. We'll skip that one. That's fine. <laughs> I do want to talk about like hallucinations at some point with you though. Because I want to fucking do shrooms. Maybe we can do this in like five minutes. I don't know that much about AI, but. You want to do drugs? No, I kind of want to do AI. Seems okay. More. Do AI. We'll come. Why don't you do a, a high episode? Yeah, we could Dude, do. Dude, that'd be so fun. I want to get. I want to get okay. Harry on. We could get like a few people. I don't know if that would be too yeah, hard. It's, I'm about to try it this weekend. Joe Rogan does it. Yeah, but it's still it gets fucking annoying. Yeah, it does. Because people try to talk over themselves, and it's just whatever. Okay, the reason I wanted to ask you about this is because I think I have my stance on it. But I was listening to the Journal the other day, and they did it on Chat GPT. Mm-hmm. I always fucked that up. Mm-hmm. And I was telling Max, I've like, I've tried to pull it up a couple of times and I, like the two out of the three times I've tried to pull it up, it's like at capacity, which Me makes too. sense. Mm-hmm. But the one time I did get it, I just was like playing around with the platform. Like I didn't really put anything in there. I just wanted to see what it looked like. Mm. But they were talking about how like New York City public schools have already banned it. Mm-hmm. But, and it's obviously controversial because it's like, these are going to take away jobs. I mean, this is like the classic, like. Technology is great, but it's also, it's re- it's progressing us too fast mm. type of situation. My thought on it is, it probably is moving too fast. But if you went back in time and you brought someone, well, actually, let's say you brought someone from the 1800s mm-hmm. to now. I mean, there's a ton of things, but the one that always comes to my mind is like a calculator. Mm. They'd be like, what the fuck? Like, people aren't actually accountants anymore. They just have programs that do accounting for them. Mm. Like, yes, you have to know the laws and stuff, but shout out all my accountants. That shit's really still like a lot harder than people make it out to be. But like, still, that's technology, right? Like, Mm. that's progressing us. I think ChatGTP is one of those things that could be... It's probably moving way faster than we think, but it's not, it might be deleting jobs, but it's also opening more jobs for people that know how to use a tool like mm. this and other AI platforms. That's my thoughts on it, but I don't know. What do you think? That's a lot. No, I'm trying to think of like what point to cover first. I think from a job perspective, I agree with you. People had the same thought probably about like the internet or yeah, so many Think other about things. How many companies exist because of the internet? Any machine that exists, like you see yeah. a human's two hands, that has been then further automated and whatever. But that then in turn creates, like you said, new jobs around it. It's labor allocation, right? Right. It's not 
deleting jobs. I mean, I stole that from a previous company <laughs> that we did delete jobs, and that's how we had tried to spin it. But it's the circle it is, of life. Yeah, like, that's what happens. how it works. Yeah. We're always going to progress. Yes. Also, I don't think you should stop innovation. Yeah. Because if you no. stop innovation, then the U.S. stops being one of the world leaders. Yes. This is kind of taking into the unanswerable question, but we'll get to that too. But yes, I agree. Like, how can you tell? How can a government step in and be like, this awesome tool? No. I don't think the government should step in and do something like that because, to your point, if we did, there are plenty of other countries that would not. China. Then China's just going to keep fucking us in the ass. So many different ones. I don't think think it's the government's place to do so. What I do think, though, is, like, A, kind of two things, and I'm trying to think of how to best word this. Number one, AI is only as good as, like, the data inputs that exist. I was actually reading something about this on Twitter today. And we know that there's a lot of, like, discrimination within data that even exists today. So, like, if your data isn't perfect, neither are going to be, like, the outcomes of the intelligence, right? One thing. I think the second thing, too, is it is going to present a shit ton of problems that we have, we can't even, like, comprehend in our mind today. But... So like AI is going to cause problems that are. I think it will. I think there's going to be problems that we aren't like when you're doing like cost benefit analysis of doing something or whatever, like you're thinking of, oh, these are the potential cons. I don't think we even know what the potential cons are. Yeah, because it's so new. It's That's so a new. really good point. We yeah. don't. But I, again, also don't think that it is necessarily like a reason to stop doing what we're doing. Yeah. I think there's like a decent amount of hopefully like well-structured regulation that could put some like barriers around it. But I don't think. I think that doesn't exist. And I think that's why people are scared. Yes. But we're always like policy is always reactive. As it sh- kind of should be. Yeah. Like, you're never. You can't yeah. yeah. For yeah. what you don't know. Who knew ChatGPT was going to come out? Nobody yeah, except no. the people working on it. Yeah. Like Microsoft was, I think Microsoft's like their biggest investor, but. They weren't really talking about it until it went out of beta. But I also think, like, the stuff that we know about is the surface level. It's like the tip of the iceberg. The other yeah. intelligent shit that is way more advanced than even chat GPT already exists. Yeah, I think the thing with this is it's the first consumer-facing one. Like, yeah. I work for DocuSign. We, yeah. have, like, we have tools that... The one in particular that I always talk about, and I think this is used by AI, so DocuSign, I'm sorry if I'm quoting this wrong, but it's like we read IDs mm. for like our our customers send it, like when they send a document out, mm. they want to make sure that the person accessing the document is who they say they are. So they might have to upload an ID. We have a tool that reads to make sure that that's a real ID. Mm. I'm 95% sure that's used, that's AI using it. Or machine learning. Or, I don't really know the difference. Well, yeah, I don't know what the difference is. But that's my thing with this and to your backing up to your point about like the input you put or the output you get is only as good as the input that Mm -hmm. you basically ask it. Mm -hmm. The one thing that this girl I was reading about on Twitter was saying was like, which I feel like you guys will know the answer to this question. If I ask this a really simple question or a complicated question, the exact same way now, wouldn't the answer be different six months from now? Potentially. Definitely. Because it's learning. It's correct. Yeah. 
So that's the one thing she was arguing was like, it, you're actually not being creative if you're asking it the same question as someone else. But as time goes on, you could be getting a different answer, right? I mean, I think it depends on a few, like if you're asking like a yes or no, you know what I was Yeah, like, like a that, factual the question. The factual, right, right. But more so like on the creative side was what I was kind of thinking. Creative, definitely. But I also think as like it, to your point, even as it learns more as like new, it could end up changing it, its quote unquote mind. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a deep, how, do, how long are we going right now? 45. Okay. But I did hear a, uh, a stat the other day and I just looked it up so I didn't quote it wrong. I was about to, but um, they're estimating that it costs oh, yeah. a little over $3 million a month to just keep it open and running. I mean, they have so much money though. Like they're they're funding round. I think they. I was the journal said their uh, their next funding round. They think they're going to be valued at like twenty eight billion or something. Each word generated on ChatGPT costs about point zero 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 three cents. That seems like a lot. That's probably why they're capping the capacity. They probably still <laughs> have the money to support. I mean, yeah. Plus, yeah. now that they're, I, they didn't do apparently like any marketing or anything either. It's just like word of mouth. People mm-hmm. have been like talking about it. But, anyways, I won't go too deep into that. What was the thing you said that I like mentioned? This is kind of interesting. Oh, when we were talking about like government policy. So the unanswerable question, and I think this is, oh. I've had this one listed for a while, and I was telling Max like I have all these listed out, but they're like specific. I think to certain guests that I would have on. Okay. This is so perfect for you. It's unbelievable. <laughs> You're hyping it up. <laughs> I am. Heavy. Well, first and foremost, doors or wheels? Gotta choose. Don't choose wrong. Wheels. Good. Thank you. Okay. So, the unanswerable question Will the world be better off with relatively more countries or relatively fewer countries? For reference, I think there's like 300 and something nations. What an interesting question. Do you want uh, to explain why it's perfect for her? And What's do you want to explain what the... I just think you have a really good... Not that this is like a geopolitical question, but like you have a good handle on... Well, first and foremost, you are like... It sounds cliche, but you're cultured. <laughs> Very worldly. I mean, relative, you are. relative to like a you travel. First of all, to, yeah, yeah. You're an immigrant. <laughs> Second of all, you traveled a decent amount, so mm. you like have seen things that I mean, I've never been out of North America, mm. but uh, not, I've been out of the U.S. once to fucking Cancun. That doesn't even count. <laughs> but also, like, I just think you, you kind of pay attention. Like, you just know what's going on. I pay attention. I like to think. I, so for reference, I think I actually like, not, I didn't come up with this myself, but this wasn't one that I was like Googling unanswerable questions. Like this just like popped up somewhere and I was like, oh, this would be a good topic to discuss. Okay. Can I ask a clarification question? Yeah, sure. Are you asking in terms of just like sheer number, like let's just add a random tiny little country or are you asking more from like a world superpower perspective? I think it's I the, the less countries you have, the more power each country has. Whereas the more, did I say that right? The oh, less countries you have, the more power each country has, the 
more countries you have, the more spliced governments that you have. I don't think that's necessarily the case. There are so many countries that could right now break into two countries, which would not have that big of an impact on you think the they world would, powers. They would still be just as powerful as... Like, let's take, hypothetically, for instance, if the U.S. split down the middle. That, yes. The no two, shit. East and West, would still probably be two of the most powerful countries, probably top five powerful countries in the world, right? Uh, I don't know. That's so difficult and complex to answer. But, like, I, I more so am asking if you're, if you're saying, like, let's add a random little tiny country that no one knows about. Like, that's not going to do anything, right? Or... Mm. merging the like, i think it's more so splitting would you does it make more sense to split up the countries how they are now or does it make more sense to oh. i mean really though if you look at like history let's let's talk about like the ussr that didn't go so well <laughs> people weren't very happy about that yeah. but let's say in this hypothetical scenario it i'm i'm trying to watch my words because it's like I almost said, like, everybody's a democracy, but not everybody thinks a democracy yeah. is like, perfect either. It's not perfect, but in my opinion, it's the best we got. But let's say, like, the people aren't upset about it either way. Your your citizens aren't upset about it either way. Or they just don't know any better, I guess, is a better way to put it. I think then more is better. I think I agree with you. Yeah. And the reason being, I have... I have always heard this argument for why the presidency of the United States makes zero sense. Oh, I'm interested. Is because how does it make any sense? And this is also, I mean, I'll just kind of shout this out. Like, I consider myself much more libertarian than, like, which I'm a typical fucking white guy who just hates, like, all, all things politics. But someone pointed this out one time that, like, Having a president sitting in Washington, D.C. that governs people in, ten- like, backwoods Tennessee the same way they govern people in Los Angeles, California, makes literally zero sense. Which is the whole argument for, like, why don't you just let the states handle it themselves? But then it's like, why don't we just all kind of separate? Mm. However, then you talk about, like, because you have the economies of scale model, right? Like, where... Yeah. One country gets better deals if they're bigger. I would never, ever in my entire life advocate for the U.S. splitting. And I think, like, the system is imperfect, but it's still the fucking best that has ever existed. It works way more than the media acts like it does. It's why we are and, like, who we are, right? Yeah. But, um... I just think that, like, once you start narrowing it down to, like, let's say in this hypothetical scenario, right, are we, like, adding countries, like, oh, Germany, you're now part of the U.S., like... That's my point, is, like, now you have all of these cultures trying to come together, and you're trying to govern them all. Uh, the, The only reason I said more, though, I think is because it then ends up, like, driving innovation, provides people with... I mean, this isn't perfect, but, like, opportunities to compare themselves to and then get, like, angry. So if you were in a communist regime, if the people that are living in um, North Korea, like, we from the outside look at them and are like, 
what horrible lives they must live. But if theoretically you are someone that doesn't know anything else. Yeah. You don't know. Is your life like, you know what I mean? So to me, like having more countries (laughs) probably like allows us to like it's like having different sports teams, right? Like yeah. you're competing against each other. It's all about competition. So, right, right, right. So does the, do these views, because you guys have similar views, uh, translate into the business world as well? It's like the conversation, I think we've had this before, like should Amazon break into multiple com- companies? Yeah. Like AWS, their, their retail side. Yeah, because it's fucked up how like, I mean, Amazon claims that they don't yeah. share data between their AWS and like their consumer platform, but they fucking like, yeah, I mean, you're I an know. idiot if you don't, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's just from like a. I probably look at it, and I think you're probably the same as like we just look at it way more from like a not so much a political perspective, but like a um, what's the word I'm looking for? An economical perspective mm. of like the more cooks you have, the better innovation gets because with more competition, more innovation. Mm-hmm. However, then you run into like. I don't know, the same shit that we've been doing for thousands of years where we just fucking hate each other because we're... Like, I hate Steelers fans. Yeah. If the Steelers and the Bengals were one team, I probably wouldn't hate people from Pittsburgh. It's like a pendulum that yeah. just, like, goes back and forth. There's no, I would love to hear, like, a counter-argument for, like, why don't we all just have... Why don't we just have four huge superpowers and we can trade among the four. It doesn't get complicated. <laughs> I don't know why anyone would argue that, but mm. I'd like to hear it. So, mm. I don't know. I repeat the question one more time for the audience to listen yeah, so answer. Will the world be better off with relatively more countries or relatively fewer countries? Nations. You could say countries or nations. Same thing. Yeah. Um, thanks everybody again for listening. Like I said, like and subscribe on Spotify and Apple. Tell your friends. If I post on social, share that shit. We're trying to get those views up. And share then, it to your own stories. Yeah. Give us five stars on Spotify. We're at 16 five stars right now. Hell yeah. Get shit going. Um, again, send us ideas, feedback. Also, thank you to Max again for producing. Thanks, um, Max. Probably we'll have a bonus episode coming out early next week, hopefully. And then again on Thursday. But um, thanks again for listening to Bedside Gonies.